Welcome to a very special Christmas episode of Days of the New, the only podcast that matters in the subject matter of new metal. Yes, yes. I was going to say the only podcast that matters, but that was probably a pretty good qualifier right there. I mean, it's mostly true, according to four or five people's Spotify end of year list. <laughs> hey, uh, big shout out to our uh, listener in Belarus. Hey, man, fight the power. Yeah. That dictatorship going on over there. You know, if we can make fun of corn and make the oppressive regime less horrible, you know, great. We are the winds of change of Belarus is kind of what we're getting at. I like it. I like it. Speaking of dictatorships, Nick, this is a time for giving. I would like to give our listeners probably the most powerful gift of all, which is the gift of knowledge. For those of you with kids out there, if you want a successful child, do the following. Pull them out of school, pull them away from all their friends, keep them locked in a room, and have them focus nonstop with every fiber of their being on writing the perfect Christmas song. Think about it. Christmas songs... You only need them once a year. They sell like hotcakes. They're the only songs left that get radio play. (laughs) You're right. They're played fucking everywhere. Well, yeah, you got a guaranteed like steady rotation of every retail store only playing Christmas songs for three fucking months. Exactly. And covers on covers. You got the reggae version, the classical version, the this version. Every single penny of that, of all those royalties, right back to you by way of your child. Now, one of the important things is that every Christmas that they fail, dress up like Santa, burst into their room, and just start verbally assaulting them for hours on end until they get it right. And I'm talking about do this well into adulthood. If they get to the point where finally they've lost that Christmas magic, just start over. With what, a new child? Just throw that one out and make a new one? Yes. I thought this was going to go into your, like, teach your children to learn how to fly that you floated at me a few years ago. <laughs> you know, we won't get, we'll save that for another episode, but Kevin has this working theory of how to instill the gift of flight in your child. But for now, I would like to pass on how to instill the gift of song and a steady income for the rest of your life. Yeah, so if you haven't guessed by now, we're talking about new metal Christmas songs today. <laughs> So all of these songs are mostly terrible. There's no reason for any metal band that isn't August Burns Red to ever attempt a Christmas song because they ultimately all have a few a few key components. They all have sleigh bell sound effect. Mm-hmm. They all have Cookie Monster vocals. Yes, that's really it. It's 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 mostly bad. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few of these songs and we're gonna play you some clips of these songs. So. Enjoy listening to this now because one of these assholes we make fun of is probably going to complain and this shit's going to get torn off Spotify. 100% it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> but before we get into the Christmas songs, Kevin, in the spirit of the holiday, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Hands down, It's a Wonderful Life. Is it because there was only white people in it? <laughs> Racist. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life is absolutely my favorite Christmas movie, but only the part where George Bailey wishes he were dead and then absolutely loses his fucking mind. That's my favorite part when he's just running around the streets like, ah, don't you remember me? And then he goes to the bar and he's like, ah, I think I had some bad liquor. And then the bartender just looks up and goes, look, pal, we serve hard liquor to men who want to get drunk fast. And then they throw him out into the fucking snow. Right, right. Meanwhile, this guy's already got like a a dead ear from falling through ice. (laughs) Yeah. And then as he completely loses his shit and is just running through the streets of this nightmare world, the two cops uh, 
Bert and Ernie, they just pull out their revolvers and just start firing wildly down a crowded street at him. Oh, the 50s. And I was like, hey, thanks for giving me all this money so I don't kill myself. <laughs> That's my favorite movie. What's yours? I, I'm very partial to uh, A Christmas Story. Good one. Um, Good one. You know, nice little Midwestern fable. I mean, who doesn't enjoy watching an alcoholic Santa Claus kick Ralphie down the, the big slope? <laughs> As, as Ralphie has, you know, your standard middle American masculine fantasy of blasting robbers as they're <laughs> invading your house with your newly acquired long gun. Lest we forget about the uh, aunt whose uh, brain is slowly being eroded by dementia. And uh, we're just going to have a good laugh about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a uh, it's good times. So, you know, the the constant threat of domestic violence by the father figure. <laughs> You know the kid that stuck his tongue to the light pole? Yeah. And that totally turned into a, a, a porno star. In true new metal fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there's our tie-in. You know, where there's new metal, there's porno and uh, vice versa. Um, he was also in The Toy with Richard Pryor, which was a pretty sweet movie. Wow. That's, that a, that's a hell of a career arc. Yeah. Yeah. It went. It got dark. Mm. Um, but anyway, Christmas! Christmas! All right. So this is also going to get dark because... <laughs> Some of this shit sucks. Yeah. All right, so we're going to break down a few songs. If you Google New Metal Christmas, you're going to find some some things. It's mostly corn because yep, of course it is. But we'll get to the corn. We're going to we're going to start with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yes. On vocals, why this is a New Metal tie-in is Des Fafara from Coal Chamber along with Blasco, John Tempesta and Doug Aldrich who are just like straight up cock rockers. Yeah. And yeah, let me uh take it away. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Got a very shiny nose And if you ever saw that You would even be glad Okay, okay. okay. That's about all I can handle of that. Oh, good God. Kevin, do you have notes? You know what this song has always been missing? Cocaine. That's what <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer has always been missing. This is the song that you hear Christmas Eve at a strip club whose only patrons are like Hell's Angels. <laughs> oh, can I just be forward and say I fucking hate heavy metal? <laughs> <laughs> this entire Christmas album, it sounds like a B-Market tour sponsored by Jägermeister. <laughs> like, this is the song that opens up for Steel Panther at COVID Fest. <laughs> Dude, the album is called... Oh, we wish you a metal Christmas and a headbanging New Year. Because metal, we mustn't forget, it was just the most talented musicians <laughs> with the dumbest fucking singers and lyricists imaginable. I mean, this is a for-profit album that's probably available at, like, the pilot on the interstate. <laughs> you know, next to, like, the fucking Viking helmets, weird pocket knives, and American flag t-shirts, you're going to find We Wish You a Metal Christmas. Who doesn't love a good Midwestern truck stop? Is it a butt rock prerequisite that, like, you be a touring musician for Alice Cooper or Ozzy or Ace Freely? Yeah, and somehow, like, every drummer was in Ugly Kid Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that little snippet that we played goes on for four minutes with a guitar solo. It's horrible, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> uh, next up, Do They Know It's Christmas by uh, Far. Featuring Chino from the Deftones and Grady from Willhaven. These are all bands that we love, by the way. Yeah, let me just <laughs> say up front, like, I really like Far a lot. Like, they were a really important record to me. So, like, they weren't quite new metal, but they were on Immortal. Can I do a Far episode? 
judges will allow it. So do you know, what do you know about the original version of Do They Know It's Christmas? I know that it's essentially some of the wealthiest, whitest entertainers of the 1980s getting together to be the 1980s version of Woke. Yeah, yeah. So like th- this was a thing. So like they did this song. They did uh, that Sun City song with like little Steven singing about like apartheid <laughs> in South Africa. This song was a fundraiser for starving kids in Ethiopia. It was the biggest selling single in the UK of all time until Princess Di got that like Elton John yeah, tribute candle in the wind song. Yeah. But it's basically Bono, Boy George, some dudes from Cool in the Gang, George Michael, Sting, Paul McCartney, Duran Duran, and Spandau Ballet singing while Phil Collins plays drums over the drum machine. And everybody is on cocaine and wine because it's the 80s. I will say, though, like, I really have never paid attention to this song until this year. And I thought that this was one of those We Are the World uh, songs that John Lovitz was on. (laughs) As I looked at the list and then I watched the video for it, like, everybody there, Phil Collins is fucking shit up on the drum kit. George Michael is given the best performance of his career. And he was, like, late. Like, they had, like, he, like, woke up in the morning and didn't show up and they, like, made him get on a plane and come and record. Yeah, but, like, everybody who's there, and maybe it's the cocaine, is there. They are present and they are giving their all. It's definitely the cocaine. It's Yeah, it's for sure the cocaine. I mean, I literally read an, an interview about it. And somebody was like, yeah, nobody was having a good time until a bag of cocaine. And <laughs> I brought like six bottles of wine from my house. And they were gone in a second. And then everybody was having a good time. Do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it was a white Christmas. Oh, Jesus. I do love the irony of a bunch of rich musicians yacked out of their minds performing a song to raise money for kids that are literally starving. <laughs> Fuck these people. Anyway, so for whatever reason, Jonah decided to get his like Sacramento homies together to record what sounds like a four track basement recording. Was this necessary? Was this necessary? They all sound fucking drunk. They all- <laughs> yeah, it is like a half step behind the beat. <laughs> was any part of this necessary? Uh, I'm going to go with no. So that was that was far. So let's just get the corn out of the way because it's the most painful thing of my life. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to bring you jingle balls. Because- Ugh. You know, the song brought to you by Crystal Meth and not bathing for days and weeks on end. I don't think Jonathan Davis is on this track at all. Uh, Head recorded the vocals. This one was very popular on the file sharing as a death metal jingle bells until people realized that it was corn. Uh, this was recorded during the uh, follow the leader sessions. My guess is like Ross Robinson walked out of the room and they were like, hey, oh, just fucking track that because it's fucking uh, whatever. Here it is. Just I'm sorry for this. <laughs> Okay, it does that for three more minutes. Yeah, that that song is about two minutes longer than it needs to be. This is the song that you hear. It's like right before Christmas break for your high school, and and you need to get that last dime bag to tide you over. 
and you're sitting there in the Acura of your high school's weed dealer getting all hotboxed and he just wants you to hear this song and he keeps looking at you like get it and all you want to do is get the fuck out of there but it's too long it goes on forever and that's only the first of the three corn christmas songs um we're gonna play you a clip from another one uh they do kind of a straight up cover of kidnap the sandy claus from a nightmare before christmas All right, you can listen to that shit on your own fucking time. (laughs) This is my podcast. Welcome to Hot Topic. To your right is our wall of shiny polyester Dragon Ball Z shirts. To the left, you'll see the entrance to our warehouse of Nightmare Before Christmas shit. That's pretty dead on accurate. So I think this is a pretty straightforward cover. I mean, at least this one's got production value. I mean, Jingle Ball sounds like, you know, it's sung directly into a Bud Light can. It was. I'm sure it was. <laughs> you know that I've, I've never actually seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? I have some thoughts on this. Okay. I know this movie is a staple of like the early aughts emo crowd. Like Pete Wentz mm-hmm. has the Nightmare Before Christmas sleeve. But the elephant in the room is this. If you're a grown man who is like deep into The Nightmare Before Christmas, you're probably a pedophile. <laughs> There's an 85% chance that dudes with Nightmare Before Christmas tattoos have a folder labeled tax documents on their computer that is full of pictures that are not tax docs. Yeah, I mean, you're you're just on tonight, Kevin. Everything you're saying (laughs) makes a lot of sense to me. I never never watched the movie for two reasons. Um, The first is because I wasn't allowed to when I was a kid because of the satanic panic. Man, that was that's like the last vestiges of the satanic panic. Died hard at, at my house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, you know, wasn't allowed to watch it. And then when I became a grown up, you know, uh, Pete Wentz, <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't want to watch this shit. Like nothing about it. And like, I tried to watch it last year. I was like, you know what? It's on Netflix. I'm going to pour a little tumbler whiskey. I'm going to watch this shit. And then like 30 seconds into it, I was like, I would literally rather watch anything <laughs> but this. It's true, man. Like, it's a fun kids movie, but... Like, just fucking put on Beetlejuice, you pedo. (laughs) Yeah, watch an adult's movie, you fucking short eyes. Uh, Yeah, so we're not going to play a clip from the other corn song. I think it's just called Christmas Song. It's real messed up. It's Jonathan Davis being creepy, singing about how he's in prison and he's trying to get a piece of tail from a prostitute. And then he calls Santa Claus a track six. <laughs> and if you don't get that joke, go back to our corn episode. It's not great. No, it's not great at all. No. <laughs> so I need a little ear wash. So um, is Lacuna Coil a new metal band? Like, I don't know. They're like Euro metal, but like there's new metal parts. They are probably invited to Christmas dinner. And well-received for that one time a year. I'm going to give you a little bit. This is Naughty Christmas by Lacuna Coil. I should do this more like a DJ. Coming up next on K-Rock, Naughty Christmas by Lacuna Coil. Everybody wants to Christmas! Yeah, that song kind of rocks. <laughs> yeah, that shit slaps, man. I was I was yeah. actually digging uh, that. I, I'm not bad about fun. it at all. I like the part where she's like, nobody wants to get dragged by the Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> 
That that reminds me of something. Uh, this song just kind of brought this thought top of mind. I cannot stand when there is a Christian holiday, and without fail, there's some neckbeard giving you the. Actually, Christmas is the bastardization of the Chris called Kraken Fest, <laughs> and. We drink honey wine and celebrate our slain brethren by gifting our shield maidens to our fellow warbound. It's like, okay, Douglas, go hang out with the PS5 you bought yourself for Christmas and the rest of your gave the rest of your family gift cards. Yeah, fucking kitty fiddler. <laughs> Whenever I hear shit like that, it's like are you about to tell me about race realism? Yeah, I mean it's just devolving right into the Reddit comment section. That's a sidebar about this. This is not yeah, that. I mean, it, it's got notes of it. I imagine Lacuna Coil is probably big amongst, like, those dudes that, like, make foam shields and fight in the woods. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, strong LARP vibes on this. It's fun, though. I think they're in on the joke. They're not taking it seriously. And, like, the guitar parts, you know, sound like Barrier Dead or something. It's I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, I'm digging it. All right, well, we're coming down to the end here. And, uh... We're just we're gonna give you some biscuit because that's a little sneak peek into uh, season two of Days of the New, which we're gonna be rolling out in one week from today. Yes, and we are coming at you hot with more limp biscuit than you can possibly handle. It's the twelve days of biscuit. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm gonna cut that. All right, anyway, so this is uh, Limp Bizkit live at the Roxy. Like two years ago, Fred Durst is dressed like Santa Claus. And if you haven't seen Fred in a long time, he fucking looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, he's got like this huge white yeah. beard. And those dead, despondent eyes that I just imagined Santa has. Reminiscing of, you know, porn stars of the past. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Happy holidays, motherfucker! So, hey, Corn, this is how you do a Christmas song and make it fun. <laughs> they are having so much fun on this. It's obviously bad, but they revel yeah, in being bad. Yeah, they're not trying to be good. I mean, Sam Rivers is dressed in a giant reindeer costume. Wes Borland is in like an elf getup. Wes didn't even know it was Christmas. <laughs> do they know it's Christmas <laughs> Yeah, Lethal's got a costume on. Like, they're just having fun. And the Roxy's not big, so, like, Fred's diving into the crowd. And that's, at the end of the day, Limp Bizkit's awful, but they're fun. And we celebrate them. We do. What did DJ Lethal have to do during this? There is no part of this that DJ Lethal had to contribute anything to. I mean, wasn't that most of Limp Bizkit, though? I guess, but doing it while you're dressed like a reindeer... It's just kind of like, all right, here I am. Yeah, he's not in the video a whole lot. And when you see him, he's just kind of like rocking back and forth. Yeah. DJ Lethal, what a, what a career that guy's had out of doing mostly nothing. Not everybody can be DJ Lethal. So again, get your kids in a room, deadbolt it shut, and have them do nothing but write Christmas songs. I mean, they probably got to learn how to like play an instrument. Well, you know what? I'll leave that to the, for them to figure out. I can't hold your hand. <laughs>
all through. I mean, you can write a song on a kazoo. I mean, any, anything, anything goes. And I mean, if we've learned anything from these songs, you just need a little sleigh bell sound effect and then just take it from there. Let the spirit move you. And I can't give them anything with guitar strings or piano wire just, you know, for safety reasons after like the, you know, 15th or 16th year doing this. But hopefully it won't happen because they'll write one right at the gate. All right. Well, that's that's going to wrap up our very special <laughs> episode. So, uh, yeah, as forementioned, we're coming at you with season two. Uh, we're back to a weekly format starting on mm. New Year's Eve. New, new with uh, it, it works better when you can read it. Yeah. Yeah. Just sorry. Just sorry for this. Yeah. I'm sorry about this show this episode nick where can they follow us ah uh, you know where to follow. Just days of the new at instagram and twitter you can find me at nick underscore the underscore knife on twitter and instagram and you can find me at k-j-d-e-l-u-r-y on instagram and uh you cannot find me on twitter because uh reasons because he's on parlor now. It's the reason for the season. <laughs> Thank you for everybody that tuned into season one and uh, gave us some cool reviews. Hit those five stars. Please subscribe. We promise season two is going to be better than season one. We're really excited about what we are creating over here. And this dumbass episode was our Christmas present to you guys. I promise <laughs> we'll be better in the future. Don't hold it against us. I don't promise shit. And neither do I. <laughs> All right. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Joyous Kwanzaa. All, all of the things. Happy Chinooka if you're Smokey Robinson. Yep. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. That's uh, one that doesn't get enough. That's great. It's a new metal podcast. Great, Kevin. You're going to get us canceled in, in the new satanic panic, which is destined. I mean, we're already here. We're already here. This is the worst goddamn timeline. Merry Christmas. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel